What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You're listening to The After Show, the bonus episode series for On Tour with Brian Ray. This is a production of iHeartRadio and Black Barrel Media, and I'm your host, Mandy Wimmer. In The After Show, we dive a little deeper into Brian's thoughts about certain parts of the interviews, as well as expound a bit more on his own experiences on tour. We cover a lot of topics in this last after show of season one. We revisit the premise of the show, the role of the sideman versus frontman, and the massive success that Spike and others have had as sidemen, and why Brian chose the path he did. We talk about why it's okay to fake it till you make it in the music business, and what you do when a vital instrument like the keyboard goes out during a show. We also chat about the force that was Freddie Mercury and the longevity of his music now being sung famously by Adam Lambert. 
Finally, we hit the downside of fame when it comes to paparazzi and press, what really happens in the lag time between soundcheck and showtime. And we give you a behind-the-scenes peek into the making of this show with a clip from the cutting room floor from Spike's interview. Here's my conversation with Brian Ray. Brian, how are you this morning? I'm good, Mandy. How are you? Oh, I'm a little bit sad. This is our last episode of season one. I know. It's like gone in a flash. That's crazy, it's right? It's been so crazy. It's been so fun. I can't believe we're already wrapping up season one. Are you crying? A little bit. There's one tear that for <laughs> those of you out there who don't believe it. One tear is right across one my cheek. single tear. Yeah. Oh. I know. <laughs> Uh, Well, so I feel like it's very appropriate, and I think it's good that Spike let us into this, that in this last After Show interview of season one, we talk about how uh, this show really got started, and that was the concept of The Sideman, which was, you know, a concept that you had for a show many, many years ago. We all decided to turn it into a podcast, and now we're not only interviewing Sidemen, we're also interviewing Frontmen. We've got a number of people on our list to interview for upcoming seasons. There'll be a variety of people in season two, but we really started with Sidemen for Mm, season one right? because that was the initial concept of the show and I want to talk about that for a second because Spike set out to be a lead you know Mm. and I think that probably a lot of people set out with that dream in mind when you decide to be a musician you think I'm going to be running the show and sometimes that just doesn't happen Mm. and you end up as a Sideman but a Sideman can have such an amazing career and so I want to talk about that a little bit because you've got a lot of experience in this area. Yeah, I sure do. Yeah, thanks. Well, I don't know. I guess that uh, as is the case with Spike, I started off by being enamored with stars. Like they happened to be front men and women who were at the front of the stage whose photos were seen. It was, you know, Elvis. It was Chuck Berry. It was Little Richard. You know, it was right. the Everly Brothers. It was... Buddy Holly is all these guys, you know, and girls and, you know, Wanda Jackson and Etta James. And you'd see these beautifully done Hollywood photos and then you'd see them on Ed Sullivan and be like, oh, my God, this is <laughs> so fun. It's like so much energy around it. So, yeah, you also appreciated like Scotty Moore on guitar or uh, Bill Black or whatever uh, over there, you know, but it it is the center focus for any of us, the inspiration that got us started. Right. So, I mean, in my case, yeah, that was my focus. I mean, I foolishly wanted to be a Rolling Stone or a Beatle. You know, I was like, (laughs) I didn't admit that out loud, but I kind of acted like I wanted that. And um, it just so happened that, you know, to get to a place where you would even have that freedom, you want some experience under your belt. And in my case, I was able to get that early and often right with, with Etta, Etta James right out of with, high school you know, Bobby yeah. Boris Pickett doing right. the monster mash before that and totally. then many things during Etta and after but and in my case there was a point at which I had had a big hit record with Smokey Robinson right kind of made it that you, I heard, co- that you co-wrote co-wrote on the radio my yeah. arrangement <laughs> my song here's my song there's my name on the radio and uh, Etta had been going now for 14, 15 years, and I wanted to do my own thing. So I started a band and I started playing all the local clubs in LA, really enjoying it, having a great time, but I wasn't all that ready. I wasn't all that confident. And it was a little bit 
maybe it's more nervous than it would make me to play with Etta, right? Oh, interesting. So I ended up not feeling like that was my calling. So oh, I went back. Okay. I went back to being a sideman. I worked with Rita Coolidge and Willie Deville, and then you know Johnny Halliday and all that stuff. Well, only after some time with Paul did I start feeling like I didn't have anything left to prove. Exactly. Got it. Okay. Like I really didn't, you know, I wasn't going to live or die on my solo career. It was something I could do for fun and for free. It's so interesting. To enjoy it. Yeah. And that sense. took all the pressure off to have to perform. And I'm super grateful to Paul, of course, for giving me sort of like a reason not to care about, <laughs> about you know, what people thought anymore because I had proven myself with him. Right. So, and then you went on to, you currently have a solo career. You're the frontman for the Bayonets. And so really proof right there. Right. Yeah. And and had a great time doing it. Right. Because there is nothing really on the line. When you're younger and you're trying, you know, your best to be a, a front person to get accepted by the industry or by people, it's a lot of pressure. I don't, I literally don't give a fuck about that kind of, <laughs> about that kind of, uh, you know, um, approval anymore right so so the lesson learned is take the pressure off yeah let the chips it. fall where they may that's right well other people don't feel the pressure the way i did you know right. they're just born to be front men they're you know and front women who are just uh very sort of gregarious but i think a lot of people do feel that pressure i mean yeah. they they want to be that front man even to be a side man i think people feel that pressure and we talked to leroy bennett who's an insane producer but he straight up said in the beginning of his interview that he learned early on that he had massive stage fright. Everyone in his family were performers. He wanted to be a performer, but realized he couldn't. And so his way to perform was with lights and design, you know, still be in the business. Exactly. So, you know, I do, I do think that people probably feel that pressure. So very, very interesting story. Yeah. yeah no, very, very cool. Well, you've certainly had a great career. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fortunate and uh, yeah, fortunate and busy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So another thing that a little bit piggybacking off of that, Spike really talks about how he doesn't use these words, but I'll use these words. <laughs> you need to fake it till you make it. Yeah. You know, he had a couple of really interesting stories that were pivotal, pivotal points in his career yeah. where he said yes to things that he was not ready for. He was right. abs he go he walks into the Stringfellows club wanting to be a bartender or a busboy and he ends up playing jazz piano which he has no idea how to play yeah. and that then leads to queen. Yeah. I mean it's that's I guess my lesson learned here and probably everyone out there is just just do it. Just say yes. Mm. You know, just say yes and figure it out. I know I've certainly done that with a couple jobs in my life, but you know what's the worst that can happen? You get you can't do it, you get fired and you tried. You know, it's so fascinating that you would just quote that. And not that it's a, a very obscure phrase, but just say yes was the basis of some guitar clinic stuff that I did like 12 years ago. Oh, really? The whole thing was based on just say yes. And and then I got some feedback from somebody who said, well, no is very, very important. And it's very powerful <laughs> to say no to things, you know, or you'll just, you know, dilute your yourself. And I said, yeah, but you've got to get into a position of, power and authority to be able to say no. Right. So my thing was to say yes to every possible potential, um, you know, opportunity. And, uh, and, you know, I think that for me, 
it's sort of like you have to make a good bluff and then make your bluff good. Right. You know, right. Like exactly. every of the every one of the opportunities that I've been so lucky to have in my life with Etta, with, uh, you know, Paul, with Rita Coolidge, all those started on the most strange circumstances. Like, for instance, Rita Coolidge, a $60 blues gig playing four sets at a little club in the valley. Right. You want to do it or not? Yeah. And and the drummer happened to be uh, uh, Rita Coolidge's band leader and a guitar player couldn't make the next gig. Would I like to come and sub for that guitar player? And right. I said yes. And then it turned into four years with her traveling all over the world. So that's that's sort of the basis of so many of these careers and and Spike is like that as well, you know. Well, and he, he wasn't even ready to play for Queen. He didn't know a single Queen song. Exactly. I mean and he just so what he he thought he was going to an audition completely unprepared and obviously it's best to be prepared. And he even talks about that, how bands really like it when you actually know their music because there's less to learn. But, you know, he wasn't prepared and he went anyway. He mm -hmm. was ready to sit in a room with 200 people and bluff his way through it mm -hmm. and just try at mm -hmm. least. Mm -hmm. And here he's been with Queen for 37 years. Yeah. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? But don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. Roller coaster. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. 
And then he talks about how he the piano was such a big instrument in the band Queen. Yeah. And they did not have a backup piano for him until this recent tour. If something goes wrong with his piano, th- the show is dark for nine and a half minutes. Right. I mean, what what would you possibly do for nine and a half minutes? I mean, my, my mind immediately goes to if a band doesn't come back on for an encore after 45 seconds, everyone's bailing, mm-hmm. right? You know, so I mean, maybe people wouldn't do that in the middle of a show, but nine and a half minutes, that's extremely long time. I mean, I can't even imagine being on hold for nine and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, so in his case, he's playing keyboard, which is a distinction from piano in that on keyboard, he can play, as we were saying in the interview, a multitude of instruments, whereas Mm -hmm. piano was really was um, Freddie's instrument, whereas his uh, the keyboard is very, very important to all these songs, because on that keyboard, he'll have some percussion bits. He might have a background vocal here or there Mm -hmm. that he Mm -hmm. triggers by playing the keyboard, the synthesizer. Or he might have strings or horns. And people may not understand, what are you doing up there? What's that second (laughs) thing for up there? Right. And in our case, Wix Wickens plays keyboard. And um, on that keyboard, he can also play the piano instrument. It sounds like a piano. Right. But it's played on the keyboard. So in in any case, what do you do when the keyboard goes out? Well, I mean, it's a big deal. And in the case of Queen, they have a bunch of songs that they could just... The lead singer could call what they call call an audible. Right. He would tell the monitor guy or somebody privately, call someone up on stage, and he would spread the word over the system that we're jumping to a different song. And everyone who has is involved in the tour, video, lights, screens, text, everybody's pyro, moving. Every, yeah. Everyone's moving. Everyone's on a headset. Right. There are departments. Everyone's on a headset. And that's how it works. But it starts with word of mouth from the artist. It would be Freddie or right. in our case, Paul, would spread the word, call an audible. We jump to a song that doesn't require all that intense keyboard work. And then just pray that it gets fixed. <laughs> yeah. During that song, Wix or Spike are over there freaking out with their you know, tech trying to figure out what, what went wrong. And uh, in, in Spike's case, you know, he... Uh, found that weakness in production before there was a need. Thank God. Uh, And in our case, we've addressed it as well. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's like, just address it and be ready. And when you have a plan B, typically you don't need to use it, as Spike talks about. Yeah. So... Freddie. So Freddie Mercury, I mean, he is, you know, an, an icon. Of course, I didn't know Freddie. I mean, he died, I believe, when I when I was very young, if I recall. But uh, clearly, everybody who loves music knows who Freddie Mercury is, whether he had passed before you were alive or not. And that's an interesting thing that Spike talks about is that this wasn't where I was going with this, but I'm going to talk about it now, that uh, people today are filling stadiums for Freddie Mercury songs who were not alive when Freddie wrote these songs or performed these songs. Interesting, yeah. That is so amazing how his songs have lived on, that they're still selling out stadiums. Mm. Obviously, it went from Paul Rogers to Adam Lambert, and Adam Lambert is huge with younger audiences, mm-hmm. but but it's the music. I mean, mm. if Adam Lambert was singing horrible music, it wouldn't be huge. Yes. You know, so that's just a tribute to Freddie. Yeah, it is. It's the durability of great art. You know, right. and there's n- n- we're not lacking in great art right now and great artists right now. There are tons of them. You may have to search a little harder to find them because because of the dynamics of the business now. 
Like right. the business is sort of like free range. Everybody has the same access to getting your attention. And that's very little, little chance of getting your attention. So there's a lot of people clamoring for your attention. Back then, the labels would decide who you're going to give your attention to. Right. It's a right. different thing now. There are still um, a few big labels, but there's a durability factor that uh, I don't see quite as much music that I would project that in 30 years, kids will be clamoring to hear right. that's being made right now. That's being made There's now, something right. very special about the era between the 50s and the 2000s, let's say, that just sort of, uh, you know, people just, can't get enough of. It doesn't die. Yeah. I mean, is. some my my favorite musicians to this day are are much older. Yeah, we were just I mean, talking about Tom Petty. Uh, Petty's my know? favorite of all time. I, I think he always will be. I just watched a video by the band. Right. And, you know, right. it's just, it's so durable. It doesn't sound fashionable. It's just great. Thank yeah. God these people gave us so much amazing music that we're never going to run out. I mean, it just breaks my heart that we're not getting new music from Tom Petty and Prince and people like that. But, I mean, thank God they left us what they left us. Uh, but back to Freddie I do and we talked a little about about this with Elton John but I just think this is fascinating that he is such a massively huge personality on stage and Spike talks about how he just sells it I mean he gets out there and he's just you know he's just like a force of nature Mm. on stage and then backstage he is very shy very reserved and leads the band in trivial pursuit after parties yeah i mean that's so cute how they just get everybody together the band the crew everyone and they're you know okay let's finish the trivial pursuit party from last night after the last show you know it's like that's what he's excited about after a show i just found that so cute what a fun part of his personality exactly well the last thing you want to do at an after party is talk about the show and there are some artists that do they want to they want to sit down and watch the videos of the show. We won't name names. But, or Prince. <laughs> oh, we name names. Okay, well, there are many others as well, and I won't go into those. But, you know, I mean, you just worked your ass off all night long. Right. And, and it isn't easy, okay? Right, it requires right. a lot of you. It may look like, you know, bunnies and toadstools, but it's more than that. <laughs> it's also bunnies and toadstools. Aww. But it's a lot. I know. Bunnies. Bunnies. <laughs> Anyway, it's a lot of work. And when you're done with that work, you want to change, have a palate cleanser and just have a laugh and do something else. And that's... And play some Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. And let's go. Exactly. <laughs> and then, I mean, just you talk about that really humanizes Freddie. I mean, a lot of people don't understand. I mean, I, I, paparazzi and, you know, magazines and, and everything just, you know, are all over these people. And obviously, you know, there's something to be said that when you go into that life of being famous or kind of in that realm, that some of that's to be expected. You open yourself up to people being interested in your life. And True. that goes with the territory. But these people are also human. And Spike talks about how it was a magazine or a newspaper and the headline was, what's wrong with you, Fred? You know, when he wasn't talking about the fact that he was really sick. It's just like, at the end of the day, that's a human. Yeah. You know, and he's dying. Can you give him a break? Yeah, it it is brutal. Um, But many say that the British press is more brutal than anyone's press. Yeah, I've uh, heard that. I hate to say that. I'd hate to think that. I am not a, a British subject or citizen, so I don't have direct experience being the subject of that kind of stuff. Thank God. But... Man alive, they can be tough over there. 
And, uh, you know, we can be tough here as well, but right. they're particularly nosy and, and cruel sometimes. And I think that uh, he suffered as a result of that. Mm-hmm. But you're right. You have decided that you're laying your life open to a degree or that you're going to be a, a subject of curiosity. So it's sort of like you're asking for it if you're a front man. Right. Or, or you know, anyone who's kind of in like the ancillary circle. I mean, it kind of comes with the territory. But at some point, it's like, come on, like, let's remember that everybody's human here. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rivalry every rematch every rookie debut every game revealed the 2024 nfl schedule release presented by verizon coming in may live on nfl network espn2 and streaming on nfl plus terms and conditions apply to nfl plus visit nfl.com schedule release to learn more i can't believe i have never thought about this and i have not asked you about this but spike brings up a really good point uh, when they were rehearsing with paul rogers and that that painful time between soundcheck and actually doing it you know that you you guys have soundcheck mid-afternoon two or three in the afternoon and then you're not going on till eight 8.30, you know, mm. something like that. Mm. And uh, whatever the time is, there's four plus hours of lag time. What are you doing? What do you possibly do backstage? We cannot tell you. <laughs> That's a trade secret. 
Can't get into that. No. Well, you know, it's a good question. We we get there. It's around four. Sound check uh, is done by about six because then doors have to open. So there's right. quite a long bit of time after sound check uh, for the promoter and the uh, production to get the crowd comfortable, to get them in in a sane sort of uh, at a sane velocity right? and uh, get the place settled and everyone seated before you want to start the show at 8.30 or 9. So it's a lot of work. And the bigger the venue, the more time they need. So right. as you get into a stadium and now you have 60,000 people and you're, say, in South America where people take their time a little bit more getting <laughs> in. I mean, it's just general true. Yeah. They, they, they take a little bit more time to get into a stadium uh, it, it, in that part of the world. It's just what happens. So you end up sound checking earlier and starting a little later. So that lag time gets even greater. Oh, my God. But there's stuff to do. You know, um, you get to relax for one thing. Uh, and we in, in our band get to go into sort of it's like a cave. It's very dark in there. The lights <laughs> are down low. Our wardrobe team has made a beautiful like um room out of a locker room basically you right. know and it's really nice and they're they're so lovely and our our crew and team are just so amazing um but anyway there's lots to do but you'll you'll if you were to dip into our dressing room before a show you'd see a lot of quiet you know yeah well and then you also you get a chance to hang with people who have come to see your show and you know yeah. have been back there with you a little bit that's and, right you know dinner so you, yeah you get to actually you yeah. know spend a little bit of time with people mm-hmm. before you go on stage and but i mean obviously that doesn't take up all the time so you're you're in a lot of quiet well not really i mean it's sort of like end of uh end of sound check we would typically uh eat pretty mm-hmm. quickly because right. you want to eat as long before the show as possible. Right. Then is the chill time. Then it's time to see the guests. Mm-hmm. Then it's time to get ready. So it's all broken up yeah. into... So it goes by pretty it fast, goes by, actually. Yeah, it really does. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that, that makes total sense. Okay, so the encore for this interview, I honestly think was probably one of my favorite. It was an awesome encore to end for episode eight of the, our last episode of season one. His no story is the best, not from, a, from an audition, because he hasn't really had a proper audition, but from Fidel Castro. He tries to do a show in Cuba and he gets a no back from Fidel Castro. I mean, come on. Let's, I can't believe Fidel Castro even responded. Yeah, I know. It's just like, no. That was it. <laughs> the entire letter, there's one word on it. No. <laughs> God. Did he say he still has that letter? I pray he still has that letter. I don't know. That's hilarious though. I love that story. I mean, completely hysterical. And then his uh, most embarrassing moment was when he was playing uh, playing keyboard. He was musical director for the Nel- for Nelson Mandela and this huge show and someone else is playing with him and I can't even remember who it was. I was cracking up through this whole story, but they were having to switch keys in the middle of the song and there was someone that was supposed to cue them to switch keys and he cued them early and so the keyboards were then leading the whole band in this song so they switch to the wrong key they throw off the entire band because nobody's ready for it and just completely start then they're trying to go back and he's like it's just you know it's a tornado of shit like yeah right <laughs> no it's d not g and they're like reading lips and they both look the same when you say them oh god 
hysterical. I mean, have you guys ever had anything like that where like you've just played the wrong thing? And Absolutely. Thrown... Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we've counted the song and three people played it one way and two played it a different song. A different song? A different song. They so, just heard or thought a different thing. Well, let's just say one person started a different song. Oh, uh, and you're not going to give us any more I, would, I can't give you any names. You're, no, but it, it, it happens. I think that it just proves that we're human. And when we'll have, like, say, a little moment like that, something like that, Paul will say, hey, it proves we're live. Right, you exactly. Know? It's yeah. real, and people applaud it. And it's a funny thing. People in the crowd actually enjoy it. Because they have been now, they've experienced an unusual, unique moment that nobody else has had. It kind of makes you feel like family, like you're on the inner circle, you know, you saw the mess up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you didn't see like the, the proper polished everything, right? Like that's you kind of right. saw how the sausage was made sort of a thing. A little bit. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's cute. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Wrapping up here, his Serbia story, they go into a war zone to play a show and he is in Budapest and they are supposed to get on a bus with goats and chickens to get there, okay? And he doesn't, which I even told him after the interview, come on, man. Like, I really wanted that visual of you guys with your instruments on the bus with the chickens and the goats. Like, why can't you give me that? I know. (laughs) We need footage of that. I mean, I need to prove that that happened. But, I mean, it begs the question, if you haven't ridden a city bus with chickens and goats and randos, (laughs) have you really paid your dues? That's what I want. The answer is no. The answer is no. The answer is no. That's what it takes. And then you move on to you get in, like you think it's better now to get in taxis with people you don't speak the language. They're going 100 miles an hour. They're stopping on the side of the road to buy black market gas. And then when you don't have enough gas, you have to walk to a farm and stay in a barn of some new rando. Like what the hell is happening? It's, you know, the glory and the majesty of rock and roll. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you got to Serbia somebody. That's what the phrase is. <laughs> oh my God. Hysterical. It's just hysterical. Okay. So we've talked a couple times about how these interviews go on for a very long time. Most of these interviews are two plus hours long. And we're going to let you into a little bit of behind the scenes of why that happens. <laughs> because we get a little distracted in these interviews and we have to bring ourselves back on track. And so we're going to cut in a, a 45 second clip here of a piece of Spike's interview uh, of me and Brian and Spike talking about, um, well, you'll just hear. So here you go. Here's the clip. To tell you the truth, as a trombonist, I was bluffing wildly because yeah. uh, something had to happen. You can't yeah. bluff on trombone. You have to, first of all, you have to have very long arms. Mandy asked me to say that. No, first of all, you do need long arms because she tried it and, and failed because she couldn't reach. She didn't have long enough arms. She something. didn't have long enough arms. But you arms. know, they do alto and soprano trombones that, that are smaller. That are smaller? Yeah. There's a future so for you. I was just that bad that they didn't even tell me about oh, yeah. that. <laughs> And now you're finding out. Oh my God, it takes this area to find out. I've actually got a soprano trombone that's like that. Okay, so... (laughs) (laughs) You get the idea. Um, Yeah, so this is what happens. Like, I mean, I clearly, as everybody just heard, was denied the opportunity to play a trombone. And And this is what happens in these interviews. We get off topic a lot. We, (laughs) But in doing it, you learn something. Who knew... 
that there were tiny trombones. No idea. I mean, wee trombones. Wee trombones? I had no clue. That means that the wees could actually play the trombone. Say, a small squirrel. Could play trombone. Yeah. But I can't. And nobody told me that. Well, you can now. You could go back to it, but, but The point is, is that I'm just not good enough to play the trombone because nobody told me there were wee trombones. They broke your heart. They, they broke did. your they trombone spirit. They, they broke my trombone <laughs> spirit. And I've moved on, quite frankly. I've moved well, on from to the be, trombone. Better and bigger things, I, I, exactly. I, I would submit. I don't need you, trombone. I don't. Yeah, take that, Trump, <laughs> tiny trombone. <laughs> okay, so the last lightning round of season one. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Well, so we've asked other people this okay. in, in interviews, and I, and I can't believe I haven't asked you. So what new band are you into for our music question? Oh, there's, there's tons. I, I love Prima Donna. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I love uh, Palmera Del Ran. Uh, I I love uh, the Struts. I I love all sorts of bands that are sort of newish. You know, I, I guess I tend more towards that sort of raw, uh, almost garage rock kind of stuff. You know that right. uh, that is being played. Funny enough, on the Underground Garage, Sirius right. Twenty One, all the time. So I really gravitate towards that. There's so many great artists over there. Nice, very yeah. nice. Okay, the non-music question. Your idea of a perfect getaway. I'm giving you options. Don't don't say anything. Uh, 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 stop. Uh, <laughs> a, it's only A and B, but I'm going to make this dramatic. A, a five diamond resort or spa, or B, a remote cabin in the woods. Your idea of a perfect getaway. Oh, uh, gosh, that's a tough one. I think... I do I have to choose between You have them? to choose. That's what the lightning round is. I knew you try to get out of it. Uh well I have to say it depends on what I'm getting away from. If I'm getting away from say a lot of work on a tour, I might tend to want a resort where everything's done for you because right. you know, but uh, in other cases when you're more relaxed and this time the pandemic has offered us a lot of time to be relaxed, then I might enjoy something that's more sort of like you've got to cook every meal and go forage for, you know, hickory nuts and pine cones uh, and, and firewood and things like that. That's also delightful. I love it all. You know? I cannot imagine you foraging for hickory nuts. Uh, it's happened. I was in a band called the Wild Hickory Nuts, okay? What? I'm, that's for another Wait, is, episode. Is this true? Yes, it is. This and is true. We'll have to say that for another time. Uh, I'm sorry. This is the final cliffhanger yeah. for season two. Oh, the wild hickory nuts. I will talk about it in season two. I will. Oh, sad. Sad Wrapping face. Up now, season. Oh a, no, a second tear. Another tear. Oh man, from my other eye. Oh. Now coming Aww. halfway down my face. Very sad. Well, guys, this has been so much fun. And Spike, thank you so much again for the amazing interview. Again, best encore I've heard all season. Uh, Brian, this has been a treat. Look forward to catching you again in season two. Yeah, absolutely, Mandy. Thank you so much. And I just want to say thank you to all the people who have subscribed, who have uh, you know gone on this journey with us. It's been an absolute pleasure. We love getting your comments and seeing all those cool reviews. 
And uh, let's do it again. Yeah. And as Brian said, please leave us a rating and review if you have enjoyed the show. It really, really helps other people find the show. And word of mouth is awesome. So we love all of you guys. We know a lot of you are doing it. You've written in. You've said that. We love you for it. So thank you, uh, as Brian said, for being on this journey with with us, being on this journey with us. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, Brian. Thank you, Mandy. Thank you, everyone, for listening. On Tour and the After Show are productions of iHeartRadio and Black Barrel Media. This show is produced by me, Mandy Wimmer, with executive producer Noel Brown. For more information about On Tour, visit our website, blackbarrelmedia.com. For behind-the-scenes photos from these interviews and to submit questions for the After Shows, visit our social media at On Tour Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more shows from iHeartRadio and Black Barrel Media, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. 
Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.